Hello, and welcome to the Real Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer McKee. I'm so excited to have you join me each week as we explore a variety of topics around life in the greater Palm Springs area. From real estate market updates to lifestyle topics, interesting people, food and entertainment, we keep it authentic and fun. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and follow Jennifer McKee Realtor on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up to date on everything happening in the Coachella Valley. Also, be sure to go to Apple Podcasts and like and leave a review for this show. I really appreciate it. And now, without further ado, let's go to this week's show. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the Real Life Show podcast with Jennifer McKee. Uh, Appreciate you joining us this week. We're excited for vacation rentals is the topic that Jen said she wanted to talk about, correct? Correct. I've had a lot of people ask me, a lot of questions in the last few weeks, the same questions over and over. And I thought, what? let's make a podcast and answer them. So I wrote down some of those questions and we're going to just dive right in here and uh, kind of talk a little bit about the vacation rental market here in the Valley. It's been an interesting summer, um, lots of activity, and you've been very, very busy. Um, so yeah, anything you want to add on that before we jump into the questions? Yeah, the summer is usually a little bit slower out here in the desert for really everything because of the extreme heat. All of the snowbirds leave. Not as many people are vacationing. Everything slows down. All all businesses and industry, especially since we're really driven by the tourism industry. So everything just slows down. And real estate is one of those things. And it's been surprising to me that not only in the middle of a global pandemic, but also in the middle of summer, that business has been booming for me and many other of my real estate friends. And a lot of that has to do with um, people coming from the coast, from LA County, Orange County, Riverside, you know, over in, we're in Riverside County, but over, you know, on the other side of the mountains. And a lot of people are interested in buying out here. So why would someone buy a vacation rental in the desert? Well, there are a lot of reasons, I and, and I'll just touch on some of them. A lot of people are wanting, at least a lot of the people I'm talking to from the city, are wanting a place to escape the city. And I think maybe some of that has to do with the pandemic when you're in an area that's highly concentrated with people and fear surrounds this whole virus and all of that, you're wanting to escape to places where it's not as congested maybe. But people have been buying out here long before the pandemic. I agree. But I think this is one reason that we're seeing a spike right now Mm -hmm. in interest and, and in sales for certain areas. So I would say that's one reason. Another reason, um, also pandemic related is I've talked to a lot of people even around the country and people are vacationing close to home. They're not getting on planes as much and flying everywhere. So Airbnb, that market has just soared. And so a lot of the people that I'm talking to, a lot of the buyers are wanting to come out to the desert to have a vacation home that they can escape to on the weekends or here and there. But they also want to be able to monetize that and offset the cost. So they want to be able to Airbnb it because the Airbnb market is hot right now. So that is 
one reason. And even when there isn't a pandemic, that is still what people are doing, you know, from the city. They want a place to escape to and then they want to offset the cost. But I think the pandemic only makes that a bigger um, incentive for them right now. Are there certain cities, communities, uh, neighborhoods, whatever, that you're seeing more interest in that? Or, I mean, where would somebody want to start looking for vacation rentals? Well, for sure, there are specific areas that are better than others. When someone is calling from the city and they're saying, I want to get a... When you say the city, you're talking about... Like like Los Angeles or or really anywhere in Orange County and LA County. Um, And just anywhere where there's a lot of people and not out here in the desert. And even Seattle, Chicago. I mean, you have places coming outside the area, right? I, I... Normally, we have a lot of Northerners coming down to buy. I'm still seeing a little bit of that, but not as high of numbers as um, before this pandemic because people aren't hopping on planes as readily as they once were. So I would say right now, the majority of my buyers are coming from the coast, coming from Orange County, L.A. County, San Bernardino, all that. Um, But... A lot of people will say, well, I want an Airbnb or a vacation home or whatever in the Palm Springs area. They don't even know where to begin because some of these cities, even though we say Palm Springs, that really means Palm Springs, Cathedral City, Rancho Mirage, Indian Wells, La Quinta, Indio, (laughs) Coachella, people that aren't from here would call all of that Palm Springs. And each one of them have different rules. about Different laws. And they are really clamping down on the laws. So Palm Springs is kind of tough to get a vacation rental in right now because they're changing all the rules and laws. Cathedral City, they're changing that. Palm Desert has shifted. You can still have some areas, but there's, it's just a little bit harder. Right now, the cities that are easiest to have a vacation rental in are La Quinta and Indio. And so I'm seeing a lot of interest, especially especially in the North La Quinta area, because maybe if you have a city that allows vacation rentals, what about the HOA? Since we're in, since so many communities here have homeowners associations, your city may allow it, but your HOA most likely will not allow short-term rentals. They will allow long-term rentals. And and. Short and long-term basically means what, like 30 days? Usually we refer to short-term rentals as under 30 days, long-term over 30. And there are some communities that won't even allow, um, it has to be like 90-day minimum. So for short-term rentals, I'm talking under 30 days, and most communities, HOA communities, don't allow it. However, there are some tips and tricks I'm going to give you, some insider info. Um, I've noticed I listed a home in North La Quinta, and it was it has an HOA, but it's very minimal, um, and there it basically just covers the groundskeeping. But there's no gate, no gate. It's not gated, and the thing is, is when something like that happens and comes on the market, it's going fast. So I had four offers within 24 hours over asking. It went into escrow over 20,000 over asking. And it was people from Orange County, LA County that were going crazy because they wanted to have a nice home that they could come on vacation to and then Airbnb it. So we're seeing that in the areas like La Quinta and Indio, if you can find a neighborhood that doesn't have a gate, that's a good tip that there's probably a good chance that you can use it as a vacation rental. And even so, 
if you're still unsure, a lot of the agent, the listing agent should know, but I'm finding a lot of the times when I call the listing agent, they have no clue. They say, we don't know. It's up to you to find out. But you can actually call the city and say, listen, I'm looking at a house in, you know, this community right here. What are the restrictions? And they'll say, oh, there are none or whatever. So it's actually really quick, relatively easy to get an answer. But those are the areas I would say look in. La Quinta, Indio, it's going to be, you're, you're, you're going to have so many more options for vacation rentals because I get a lot of calls on homes. They'll say, clients will say, I found this home on Zillow or on your website or whatever. And they have fallen in love with it. They have fallen in love with the price. And then I tell them, sorry, you know, the city doesn't allow vacation rentals right there or, or that neighborhood doesn't allow vacation rentals and they're devastated. So it's just better to not look, um, so broadly, but to know what you're looking for, that way you're not getting your heart broken over homes you can't buy. It, people probably, you know, obviously are, are aware the reason they want to do Airbnb out here, not only uh, to offset the cost of owning the home themselves, but because they know that there's activity out here, there's, there's attractions. Now it's been weird this year, but in most years you have Coachella, you have Stagecoach, you have, um, they had desert trip a couple years ago. You have a lot of the other tennis tournament. The tennis tournament. So, I mean, we've known people even in Indio, um, North Indio, that will rent their house out, and you'll make enough because Coachella is two weekends. They'll make enough in those two weekends to really almost cover the cost of the home the rest of the year. I mean, you can make sometimes we've known people that are making eight, nine, ten thousand, you know, for a, a couple a week- of weekends, yeah. and and then some. Because uh, there's all kinds of other little services you can provide for the people that are staying in your house. So you can make phenomenal money at it. Um, and then we have other people that, you know, friends that we know that have bought a place down here and they'll rent it out and they'll make a couple hundred dollars a night and rent it out uh, when things were going normal. You could do, you know, two, three, four nights a week. So, I mean, it, it can stay really, really busy because people want to come out here and just vacation and the weather's so nice during the winter and even in the summer they want to play. Um, and then you have all of the other events that are drawing people out. So for sure. And especially if your home is set up with a pool that makes it more desirable. I have a client and friend who purchased a home just to Airbnb it. we found a great home and was he, it like five bedrooms or it's something? It's like five very small bedrooms. Actually, they're not even big, but, um, with a pool and it's not a giant house either. But and converted the garage. I think it's about and... $500 a night. And it stays pretty booked. So it's just a great area. And even now in the middle of a global pandemic where people don't want to travel far, there are a lot of people on the coast where it's foggy, it's cooler, it's not as, you know, the sun isn't shining every day like it does out here in the desert. And they're looking for some heat. They want to lay out by the pool without being cold. They're still coming out here in in the middle of summer renting an Airbnb so it's a really great investment. The clients that I have that are doing that are wanting to buy more because it's just such a great investment for them. And then it's a place that they can come to you know, with their families, make memories, and just, I, I love it. And so it, that market is really hot right now. If you live in the greater Palm Springs area in a neighborhood that allows HOA, or allow an HOA that allows short-term rentals, and you're even thinking about selling, now is the time because you want to be a seller in one of those communities right now because there, it's multiple offer scenarios 
and it's driving the prices up on those homes, you can get top dollar right now. And so in in a world with so much uncertainty, people are like, well, should I list now? And I tell people, if you have one of those types of homes, yes, list now because you, we don't know what's going to happen in six months or a year to the economy and the market. I mean, we can speculate and I think it's going to end up being great and strong, but right now it's the time to be a seller. And there are communities, uh, you know, like Bermuda Dunes, which is unincorporated Riverside County, or you have places on the La Quinta that are not part of like gated communities. So there, if you don't have an HOA, those in some places are even more desirable because there's obviously less restriction and you can kind of do whatever you want with your home. Exactly. You so. know, we live in a, a beautiful community and a neighborhood and we've thought, well, maybe we could rent it out for Coachella, but our HOA, even though the city allows it, our HOA does not allow short-term rentals, so we can't do it. Now, that being said, people still do it, <laughs> but you just have to be careful because you can get fined. We don't do it. We don't do that. We follow the rules. <laughs> you said earlier that you had some tips and tricks for how people can get around, get around it. Uh, what are get around the well, HOA restrictions in the 30 day? Like, well, you, no, you can't really get around that. People sneak by and and try to just keep it on the down low and hope to not get caught. And a lot of people are very successful at that. And even if they do get caught, the fine usually is not as much money as they would be making on a Coachella weekend, so they don't care. But So we do not endorse this method. We do not endorse this, but I'm just telling you, I'm keeping it real, right? That's what we do at the, on the Real Life Show. Um, people are always bending the rules in anything. But... Um, I, I just would say if you're looking, if you're thinking, if you're on the fence if you about purchasing, if you're even looking, if you've got money that you want to invest, we know the stock market is crazy. We know other investments can be crazy. Real estate's pretty st- steady over the long term. If, you, if you're just looking to make a quick turnaround and flip a house, that's something totally different. But over the long term, real estate's going to rise and your investment is going to be relatively safe. <laughs> and... I would say vacation rentals in the greater Palm Springs area is a phenomenal return on your money. If you're trying to do it as an investment and you're looking at buying it to Airbnb and vacation rental, that, you know, the the financing side of it, like, you know, a a bank or a lender is going to want to see that you can support the purchase of that property without the vacation rental income, correct? You can't really put that together as part of your proposal, uh, can you? Not, not necessarily. So you can, you if you can get like a rental agreement in place, um, even if it's a long-term rental agreement that's not going to be long-term, that kind of helps them. If you have a lender that can really work with you and that understands, especially a local one, I have somebody that I could point you to, they can actually work with that being an Airbnb. And what you, what you do is there's, there's a few really great companies. There's a lot of companies, but a few that I, I know that are really great at managing vacation rentals. And they have data and statistics, and they can tell you. That's what one of my clients did when they were thinking about buying this a home for a vacation rental. They called this company up and said, hey, this is the address. This is the square feet. This is what it looks like. These are the amenities. What do you think I could rent this for, and how often can I rent it? And they gave him all sorts of statistics and data that solidified in his mind that it was going to be a good investment. And he he went ahead and used that company and, and they were pretty much right on with their, you know, expectation of what the property could produce for him. And so if you can back it up with data and statistics and you have a lender who understands the area and this 
home market. It it can happen. You can get a loan. So that actually answered one of my questions, which was um, you mentioned about the uh, uh, sort of property manager, vacation rental managing. But one of the things that I was wondering is like, or yeah. So many people may be looking at wanting to purchase a second property or a vacation rental type property and then think, you know, I live in L.A. and I've got this thing out here in the desert. Um, how do I keep up on it? You know, is it best to hire like a vacation rental company or just a property manager or do I do it myself? How do they kind of weigh the different options and choose? Well, out here in the desert, it's different in different areas. But if you're just going to put your home for rent, let's say, let me answer question you didn't ask first long term let's say you wanted to rent your home long term over 30 days typically it's because there are so many gated communities here and outsiders just can't get in you have to have a realtor to get in a gated community i would say most people use a realtor to list their home for rent for long-term rental so that's what you would do for short-term rental you would do vrbo or airbnb those are the two options. Now, do you want to manage that? That's really up to you. I personally don't think I would want to manage it not being local, even being local. I don't know if I'd want to manage it because you don't really, you want it to be a great financial investment and you want it to be a place that you can go visit, but maybe you don't want the headache of the management side. There are excellent companies out here that can handle everything for you it, from getting it cleaned, from getting the keys to the people, from getting the home set up and ready that you don't even have to think about it. Of course, that means less money in your pocket, but if it's a good investment, it's a good investment and, and you're not gonna, it's worth the money is what I'm trying to say. You're still going to make money at the end of the day. And I think it's worth the money to have a rental company, management company, manage that vacation rental for you. So I can give you names if you guys message me, email me, call me. I can give you all the tips on these companies that I recommend that a lot of clients have been very happy with and um, specific neighborhoods and depending on your price point and all of that. I I know the neighborhoods where you can have vacation rentals. I've done a lot of research. We helped a lot of buyers. So And then if you were, yeah, if it's going to be much more of a rental property where you're going to have a long-term, you know, year-to-year kind of lease, then, you know, at that point, you're probably better off just getting a property manager or somebody who with that database and experience and, you know, they can attract those kinds of clients. But the vacation rental uh, management of it, yeah, the turnover on it's so high. I mean, it seems like it would make more sense to have somebody who can just, they have the team, they have the experience and they can make it really really super simple oh yeah they have a well-oiled machine and it's simple and easy for the homeowners it's really i mean that's why so many people do it are there any other final thoughts you have about the vacation rental market with the desert thoughts on you know from everything from why to the communities to costs or anything that maybe i didn't think about asking no, I think we've covered everything just, you know, to sum it up, it the market is hot for vacation rentals and for second homes. And it's just, it can be tricky out here to know where, especially if you're not from here. And even a lot of agents I talk to don't even know, they're from here and they don't even know the the communities and all of that. But find someone, give me a call. I can help educate you on what communities will allow vacation rentals because it's not, there's not many. 
<laughs> there's little pockets um, of where you can do it, and I can help save you a lot of time. And I just really think it's a great investment. I don't think you can go wrong, especially if you want to be able to have a place to visit too. And, and if you're a seller, now's the time. Now's because it's the hot, time. Hot, hot. And, you know, there's special ways that when I have a seller in these communities that allow vacation rentals, there's special ways that we market that property a little bit differently than we would a community that doesn't allow short-term rentals. Because, like I said, when I listed this home that allowed short-term rentals um, a while back, and had we marketed marketed this home in such a way that to attract those buyers, and that's why we had multiple offers above asking in the first twenty four hours. Yeah, so your there's phone a special just, way. I remember it just blew up. I mean, it was like you were getting you were getting interested buyers. It was crazy. Yeah, it was it was it was crazy. I was like, what? I need I need just to hire someone to answer the phone on this house, you know, this house. So it was kind of crazy, but it's a good problem to have. Well, it's been several weeks since we did the last podcast. We took a few weeks off because life has been so crazy. It just didn't feel right trying to squeeze a podcast in there in the middle of it. We're back to a bit of a routine. Hopefully, we can maintain some sense of normalcy here over the next uh, few weeks and months. But we were busy with our oldest has um, left the nest and gone off to the Navy. So... You it's and awful. I have been uh, trying to manage our emotions and deal with that feeling of loss and also excitement for him. But yeah, it's been We are brutal. so excited for him. And I'm just going to be honest. I never wanted to be a military mom. I never wanted to be a military spouse. I don't know how you guys who are military spouses or moms, um, parents do it because it's been less than a week and I'm falling apart every day. And it's actually much harder than I thought, much, much harder than I thought it would be um, to let... I hear these stories of people saying how great Empty Nest is and our first little bird flew the nest and it's awful. (laughs) So I don't know what you guys are talking about, but I was not prepared for this. And... Um, I cry a lot and there's a hole in my heart, but I'm so proud of our son and think this is actually going to be a really good, um, adventure for him. So it's not like I would take him from that, but man, well, before you completely fall apart (laughs) and, uh, the podcast becomes a, a therapy session, an Oprah therapy (laughs) session, um, we'll probably wrap it up and, Save everyone the agony of hearing you wail and moan. Yeah, I'm on the verge of tears at beat it, your chest. any moment. Um, but yeah, so it's been it's been a little crazy. We are still in the middle of quarantine. Things are getting a little tighter again. They've been seeing some spikes um, on the numbers. So California is kind of tightening things up again, which, you know, that uh, up and down uncertainty is creating a little bit more anxiety. I mean, people are kind of getting into the routine of this, but I mean, I know we're just all so tired and frustrated with it. Um, just ready for it to be over, but you know, there's nothing we can do, but yeah, it's, um, you know, people are still buying and selling. Things are still moving forward. Uh, we're going to the stores and buying food and getting stuff from the restaurants and wearing our masks and trying to live life. But, uh, yeah. So who, who knows here has the summer and fall continue whether we will find ourselves back in kind of april 
March, April kind of quarantine conditions or not, but um, it wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't we'll surprise see. me. So we will see. It is an interesting time, but uh, yeah. So great uh, conversation. If you have and any questions about anything related to anything we talked about today, feel free to reach out to me at jennifermckee.com. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all the places. Love to connect. All righty. Well, sounds good. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.